fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Boy, there are lots of stories that are nominees, but what is the biggest story of the week? We go there in 60 seconds with Mr. Bill O'Reilly. So you could take a chance and just assume that some cyber criminal decides not to steal your identity, you know, because he'd feel really bad about it and he'd want to give it back if he did. Stranger Things. Well, yeah, I was going to say stranger things have happened. I mean, read the newspaper. But chances are pretty good. Uh, what will actually happen is you will get touched by a cyber criminal and uh, they'll take something from you and really mess a lot of your life up for a while. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft affect our lives. Every day, we put our information out at risk on the Internet. And now on the dark web, all they do is assemble all of these different pieces of information. And nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at businesses. But LifeLock is the best in the business. LifeLock by Norton. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year with a promo code BACK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or lifelock.com. Use the promo code back and save 25%. Mr. Bill O'Reilly is here, the author of Killing the Killers. Hi, Bill. Heck, I missed you. How you been? I know. I've been good. It's It's been over a month, I think, since we have talked, or maybe exactly a month. How yeah, are things? I was going to come out to Utah, wherever else you have the bunker, and, and visit. I, I didn't know where you were, but you're all right. <laughs> Healthy? Everything's good? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm buried deep under the ground in Idaho. So, yeah. I know that. Um, anyway. That's a good, um, that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, you know, when you're vaporized, I'll, I'll be like, oh, well, good thing I wasn't yeah. with Bill O'Reilly today. Uh, so, Bill, um, tell me what the biggest story of the week is. Okay. Now, I have two biggest stories because, as you know, I, I do a lot of research for the Glenn Beck program. First, I, I, uh-huh. I it's Biden has COVID. Now, why is this important? Number one, here's the most uh, well-protected man on the planet. You don't, it's not like Biden's in a dive bar in Sturgis, South Dakota. All right? No. He, you can't get near him. It's him and Jill. But he's got COVID. And he's, I think he was vaccinated mm-hmm. 47 times. I mean, it was every part of his body was vaccinated. Even his toes. Mm-hmm. He got COVID. All right. Now, all I want to know, this is it. I feel bad he's got COVID. I'm sorry he's got it. I don't. I know you had it a couple of times. I have never had it, and I'm really lucky, and I don't want anybody to ever get COVID. Except, no, I'm not going to say Nancy Pelosi. That would be mean. I'm not going to do it. All right. So, <laughs> okay, good. Good for you. you want keep working the program, okay. Bill. Okay. All I want to know is... If you are vaccinated 45 times, Mr. President, what exactly does the vaccination do? Can we just have someone, not Fauci, because he got COVID too, and he was vaccinated 87 times. Okay. Just someone, just anyone in the Centers for Disease Control, tell the American people and Beck and O'Reilly, what exactly do these vaccinations do? do they're not well they they make it so it's no they make sure that your symptoms are less severe but 
you know, okay. you failed to mention that that's exactly what nature does. It starts out well, really, really viral and nasty. Well, I am. I know. You're a PhD. I don't know. All yeah. I know is that my son has to go back to college in a few weeks, and the college is sending me stuff going, he's got to be vaccinated 17 times. All I want to know is, what is that going to do? Give me the data, CDC. Just lay it out, get a chart. You put someone up and say, yeah, we're going to admit that if you get vaccinated now, even though it's eight times, it's, you still get it. But if you get vaccinated, it's going to be this percentage less than if you don't. Give me anything. Don't keep I, imposing I will tell you, stuff on the American people. I will tell you that I about had a uh, an aneurysm uh, this morning when I saw the response from the president's doctor uh, at the White House yesterday when he was asked, well, how come he wasn't wearing a mask? Uh, you know, he he was diagnosed with it and then he goes and takes pictures with people. He's not wearing a mask. Uh, are you ready? Um, well, masks, as we all know, are generally a panacea. Excuse me? When when did that just slip out? What? Now, panacea means a cure-all. So this man is saying to the American people now, if you wear a mask, you're not going to get COVID. Is that what he's saying? No, 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 no. He's saying it's uh, uh, it's the opposite. It, it just makes you feel better if you're... Yeah, you're, uh, it makes you feel better. Yeah, not a panacea. Does it make me feel better, Beck? Does it make you feel better? I, I don't. I don't feel better when <laughs> no, I'm wearing masks. No, I don't feel I better. I can't breathe no, and my uh, ears stick out. Uh-uh. I can't breathe yeah. and my ears. Stick I know. Out. It doesn't make me feel. Better. Yeah. So, okay, Bill, cool. I'm I'm surprised. Hang on, just a second. I'm surprised that one of your big stories wasn't what happened to Lee Zeldin yesterday. Okay, now... The congressman in New York? Okay, go ahead. If you're bringing that up, but it's a local story, so that's why I didn't pick it on a national level. Um, I had dinner with uh, Lee Zeldin at his request one week ago. One week ago. Okay, because uh, he wanted to uh, ask me questions about politics. Now, I do that for any honest politician or anybody who is respectful. I did it for Barack Obama. I sure. did it for Bush the Younger. I did it for Trump. Mm-hmm. I did, I, okay? All right. So, I said, you, you know, uh, Congressman, you got to bring a gun to a knife fight. <laughs> so, now mm-hmm. in New York State, you, you can't, the Supreme Court finally threw this insane, you can't carry a weapon <laughs> and then some nut attacks Zeldin with a knife. So, you know, yep. this happened to Teddy Roosevelt, too. I, I, I know all of you remember that. Um, but mm-hmm. this is another argument for self-defense, is it not? Is it not? I mean, yeah, but I, I also think it is a, I mean, here's a guy. Here's a guy who is uh, running for office, and a guy comes up to him and says, you're done, takes a knife out and is going to shiv him with it. Uh, And luckily he stopped. However, this to me is a sign that we're that that's a that's a milestone. That's a mile marker that we're passing. When you start really going after politicians on the campaign trail, you're kind of going back to the the 60s. 
That's worrisome. It's, it's more than that. It's, but I want everybody to just step back. Even you people who want to ban all guns and don't want anybody to carry a handgun. Are you just, this isn't, we live in a very intense time where there are a lot of lunatics. Now, this happened in upstate New York back. If it happened in New York City, Alvin Bragg, the DA, would have charged Selden. He would have been charged for something. Yeah. Like the poor guy, Jose. Well, he was charged. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. He was charged, but he was let out on his own recognizance. (laughs) What? (laughs) You tried to kill a candidate. Now, New York, as you used to live in in the area back, this probably rivals Illinois as the most corrupt state in the union. This was not reported by anybody but the Albany Times Union. The current governor, Kathy Hochul, who was promoted after Cuomo was booted, okay, awarded a no-bid contract to a New Jersey firm that made COVID tests, $673 million. $673 million no-bid contract to a Jersey firm. CEO promptly donated $300,000 to Hochul's campaign. It didn't get any coverage except by me, all right, by me. Now, I have a slogan for Hochul's election campaign. Here it is, Beth. Write it down, okay? Here is the Hochul's slogan. If you want more corruption and violent crime, vote for me. Simple, right to the point, right? Right right to the point. up with her picture. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. All right. Hang on. I want to get to your second biggest story of the week here in just a second. Let me take uh, just a moment out to thank our sponsor, Relief Factor. Dealing with aches and pains in your everyday life is exhausting. Believe me, I know. Do you ever find yourself thinking in the morning, I can't do this another day? Do you think of yourself, geez, how am I going to be able to do this today? Do you find yourself editing your day and doing uh, doing workarounds because you're just not able to do it? I mean, little things, getting down on the floor to wrestle with the grandkids or the kids. Monumental tasks when you're hurting. But that's what Relief Factor is for. Relief Factor uh, helps you with the pain. It is... Uh, it's a, a non-inflammatory, uh, and it, it, it goes right for your inflammation and reduces your inflammation, which is the cause of most of our um, uh, aches and pains and illnesses, quite honestly. Inflammation is a big deal in the, uh, in the body. Ibuprofen never worked for me. Never. I thought it was a joke. Inflammation. Please. Um, however, relief factor shockingly does. And on big pain, it's relief factor, relieffactor.com. Try their three week quick start. See if it's right for you. 800-4-RELIEF, 1-800-4-RELIEF, relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. Bill, second big story. You say you had two of them. What's the second one? This is an exclusive for the Glenn Beck audience. So, Joe Biden needs help. He's the second worst president in American history behind James Buchanan right now. 
He may overtake Buchanan. I don't think so, but he could. Now, Biden has a cabinet, advisors. And my second biggest story that I'm breaking on the Glenn Beck program is that this cabinet that Biden has selected is worse than the 1962 New York Mets that lost 120 games, the worst team ever in history. Okay? <laughs> this cabinet is okay. worse than the Mets. You want to go down right. the list? Vice President Yeah, Harris. go for it. Do I have to say any more? Do I have to no. say any more? Secretary of State Tony Blinken, Afghanistan was excellent. Should I say any more? Any more? No. Secretary of Treasury Janet, inflation is transitory. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Right? All right. There, there's a three. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg. I'm oh, the worst at the airline. Uh, That's it. Oh, my gosh. Oh my okay. Gosh. Homeland. And, and, Homeland and if, you know, you'll be able to save money if you just drive, a, you know, a $100,000 car. That's all you have to do. Yeah, just yeah, buy a new car. Or get a stick. Or get a Pogo yeah. stick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He put a judge, Secretary of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Quote at the Aspen Institute this week. I'm concerned about the border. Unquote. Way to go, Alejandro. (laughs) Attorney General Merrick Garland. Merrick Garland, ready? Can't find the Supreme Court leaker. Can't find her. I said her. (laughs) I know who it is. She can't find it. Secretary of Energy. Jennifer Granholm, former governor of Michigan. How's that air conditioning bill down there in Texas, Beck? How's that going? Okay. Health and Human Services Secretary, Xavier Becerra. Hey, Xavier, what about the VAC? What's the VAC going to do? How about the director of domestic policy? This is all Biden cabinet. Susan Rice, Miss Benghazi. Oh, no, no. This wasn't coordinated. It was a videotape that did it. This is the lineup, Beck. Is that not wow. worse than the 1962 Mets? Oh, I, I think you'd have to throw in some 1919 uh, Black Sox as well, because they're dirty as hell. Um, I have to tell you, Bill, I, I mean, I looked at the, you know, I know all of them, and we do stories on them. But I hadn't looked at them as a group. How does this president walk in to the Roosevelt Room where they're all sitting there and go, you know, uh, I I think we're just going to close the door. (laughs) Oh, man. Wow. Oh, 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 oh. I haven't been to the border because I haven't been to Europe. Thank you. Thank you. God bless. But you know, but you know what, Bill, they're, they are all, um, they are all competent at one thing. They are all competent on, on destroy. And I mean this as intentional on creating the conditions to destroy America and our energy. 
I mean, everything they do, they're on the same page. If you look at these not as like, that's a crazy mistake, but you look at it as no group of people could make this many mistakes that are this <laughs> bad for America. They're very competent at doing no, no, no. See, that's everybody thinks it's a big conspiracy that they want to tank the country. Then all of that. Well, I disagree with. I disagree a, with that. It's not a conspiracy. Why? Because these people are so incompetent. The only one on the list that has any, any, all right, uh, vision at all is Blinken. Blinken made a mistake in Afghanistan. I'll never admit it. But Blinken is probably the only one who has any thought process at all. But what you're saying is they're zombies. So, so the progressives say you got to destroy the American uh, energy industry because if you don't, global warming and we're going to have a giant tidal waves going to drown everybody. So that's what we have to. And they all believe it. They all believe it. Right? They're zombies. They're ideological zombies. And a lot of them are affirmative action hires. Why do you think Harris is there? Why do you think Buttigieg is there? Why do you think Mayorkas is there? I mean, it's all affirmative action. Zavir, Xavier, Bessaria. Like, come on. What, this guy, he's in charge of health and human services. We have more fentanyl deaths than, than we've ever had this country. Has he said a word about it? Does he even know about it? And Biden, you know, yes, he's incredibly incompetent, unbelievably incompetent. But with these people backing him, it's, I mean, I'm just sitting here. I'm staggered about how incompetent this government is. It's like, I mean, we're living right, in Mali or something. Let me, uh, let me ask you a question on incompetence or intentional. Uh, the word is, uh, this came from the New York Post, I think yesterday, word is, the Biden Justice Department is finally getting set to press charges against first son Hunter after dragging its feet on the probe. But it looks like the feds will shy away from the key issues exposed in the post reporting on Hunter's laptop. Spare the Democrats in advance of this year's midterms. Uh, so they're saying that they're going to maybe go after him for taxes, but they're not going to go into any of the deep stuff. Uh, and are they delaying it now? Uh, and there's a pretty good case that they are. Are they delaying it to, until after the election? Well, that must be. <laughs> What's going on, Bill? Grand jury. The grand jury in Delaware has only been sitting for more than two years. That's all. I mean, that's you know, it. They're still, you know, trying sure. to get to know each other. Trying to get to know each other. Only two years. Number two, Merrick Garland is the guy that's got to sign off. Merrick is still hunting down that Supreme Court leaker. Can't quite get her. Um, but, you know, so you're right. I, I believe this report. I have not been able to confirm it. I tried to confirm it yesterday on BillOReilly.com. Um, we have very good sourcing inside the Justice Department, but I couldn't confirm it. But it makes sense that they've got to do something about Hunter. So they'll do a tax evasion beef. They'll give him a plea deal. Uh, he can't come out of his Malibu house for three weeks or something. I mean, you know, that'll probably be what it is. So they don't have to get into the messy quid pro quo, the vice president of the United States setting his son up to make millions of corrupt dollars from foreign nations, which is what happened. Wow, what a travesty of justice. What a joke our Justice Department will be if that happens. And I, I think you're right. I think it will happen. Yeah, it's, look, we're living in a country now that's 
about a third world country government. That's what I said, where we live in a Mali, that's an African nation. It doesn't operate, and this is the tragic part of it. All of these people are civil servants, accent on hmm. servants. They're supposed to serve the people, look out for the people's benefit, the good of the people, protect the people. This is the last thing on their minds. Okay, they're not doing any of that. And you can just go down the list of, of open water, runaway inflation, on and on and on. Yeah. Bill O'Reilly, thank you so much for joining us. That's uh, Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com, the author of the book Killing the Killers, uh, The Secret War Against Terrorists, which is out now. Killing the Killers, BillOReilly.com. Back in a minute with Michael Malice. The Glenn Beck Program. Let me talk to you a little bit about preborn. Over 63 million uh, unborn human beings have been killed between the time that Roe versus Wade first came down uh, to the recent decision to overturn it. 63 million. It hasn't been outlawed, no matter what the press says. In fact, I think it's going to get worse in some states. Now, Preborn has positioned their clinics in the top abortion cities where 50% of the abortions take place. And these are the ones that are coming under attack. These are the ones that the state of New York, the federal government, everybody's starting to crack down on them because they're lying. You know, they, they use words like baby instead of fetus. It is crazy what's going on. They really need your support. Please help us save babies. Uh, donate to Preborn. Just dial pound 250, pound 250. Say the keyword baby, pound 250. You can find out all about them at preborn.com slash Beck. Save babies. Help us now. Hey, you don't want to miss today's uh, uh, exclusive, the Friday exclusive on Blaze TV and uncensored COVID-19 coming up today on the Blaze. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome. Glad you're here. Michael Malice, the author of the uh, the uh, Anarchist Handbook, also a great book. Dear Reader, the unauthorized biography of uh, Kim Jong-il uh, and the host of the podcast. You're welcome. Michael Malice joins me now. Uh, the story, Michael, that stuck out to you this week that you think really needs to be discussed. Well, there are couples, but I think a couple, I think the one that really is flying under the radar, it's what's going on in the Italian elections. Uh, Glenn, what you know, and many listeners know, a lot of things that happen in Europe often presage what's going on in the States. I'm thinking particularly of mm -hmm. Margaret Thatcher's election in 1979, which paved the way for Reagan in 1980 in America. Uh, and of course, Brexit in some ways was foreshadowing for what's happening with Trump. Um, we just saw uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, Marine Le Pen's national rally doing far better in France than had been expected. Uh, you know, they, yeah. this term far right is is really a disservice because it means different things in different countries. Uh, you and I both yeah. remember it wasn't that long ago where Mitt Romney is far right. Um, and then Paul yes. Ryan was the was the far right side of the Republican Party. Uh, and now he can't right. even get arrested. Um, what yeah, happened and now Mike Lee, who now Mike Lee is the far right. 
the Constitution is the far right? Really? Yeah. Uh, it's it's dangerous. In over in Europe, the far right means fascism. Yeah, yes. And and I'm thinking specifically of Italy. What happened in 2018, you know, people a lot of times in the States say we need more political parties. Well, in Italy and other places, they've got like 12. Uh, so you'll have like mm-hmm. four left wing parties, four right of center parties. And in 2018, Berlusconi, who had been prime minister, who um, uh, might best be known as referring to Angela Merkel as an unbelievable lard ass, um, his party had been the predominant <laughs> center-right party. And then in that election, Matteo Salvini's league basically came out of nowhere. They were to the right. They were kind of a minor party. They became the main political right-wing party. They formed a coalition of government. Then, oh, they're the crazy far-right one. Salvini's out, out, out of his mind. The Italian government just collapsed this week. And the party to Salvini's right, the Brothers of Italy, which in many ways are the descendants of, you know, fascism started in Italy. It was Mussolini. These mm-hmm. are the people who are yep. his descendants ideologically, for better or for worse. Now they're the ones who are the main right-wing party. So the, we know the story of the boy who cried wolf. So the more the media says far right, yeah. far right, far right, the spoiler of that story is eventually the wolf shows up. So if you keep telling people you can't vote for Paul Ryan, he's far right. You can't vote for Trump, he's far right. At a certain point, people are like, I can do whatever I want. This is a democracy or a democratic republic. And things are going to end up in a way that I think the regime doesn't like, both in the States and abroad. Again, we saw in Hungary, we're seeing it in France, and now we're going to see it in Italy in their upcoming elections. You know, Bullis, uh, 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 Berlusconi called me mm, 2011, 12, something like that. Um, and uh, he said, hey, I, I want to know how to really start a tea party. I'd like you to come over and meet with me and, and help me, you know, uh, captivate the tea party spirit in Italy. And I'm like, well, you didn't have a tea party. Yeah. Uh, and you already have people there trying to do it. And I think you're just like a Mitch McConnell trying yeah. to co-op that. So I, I never went. Uh, maybe I should have. Maybe I should have, because <laughs> there's some really there's some really good people there that that understand the difference uh, between American Tea Party people and fascism. Yeah. And they're just have- as afraid of fascism as we are. Well, they have reason to. I mean, this this isn't some kind yeah. of vague fantasy thing. But do they even have tea over there? Wouldn't it be like the pasta party or something? Yeah, I know. I was like, yeah, that's what I asked. I asked one of the guys at the tea party. I'm like, how are you selling this? And he's like, a lot of explaining has to happen first. Um, so uh, one of the things, there's two things that really disturbed me that I wanted to talk to you about. One this constant talk and it's coming I'm telling you michael it's coming and it is terrifying this constant talk now of a health emergency and a climate emergency and the white house talking about issuing emergency orders if he declares an emergency you are living in fascism whether he does it or not he can become a fascist dictator and i think that they will do things that are very fascistic 
I think this is their last gasp. They have to try. They're going into the midterms. What do they have to show for it? They have an overturning of Roe v. Wade. They banned lynching in the federal level. And now gay marriage is now legal, Glenn. It's just, oh my God, gay people can now get married. It's a, uh, we should have a big celebration, wow. month-long celebration. So Biden it was one, I think, the first Democratic president to come in without a significant um, Senate majority. And he, of course, he barely has a House majority. But you're forgetting something, that we have this Supreme Court. So a lot of these, the mask mandate wasn't taken down by Mitch McConnell on airplanes. It was taken down by a judge. And the judges, mm-hmm. the Supreme Court just recently pulled back uh, the overreach by the EPA, I believe it was. So some of these emergencies that he's going to put forward, it's going to very quickly uh, find a lawsuit, and it's going to very quickly make its very quickly. It's going to make its way to the Supreme Court, <laughs> and and I think, and I, I I suspect you think as well. There was a meeting somewhere at the high ranks of DNC, and they decided to cut their losses with Biden because you had NPR, NPR, uh, the voice of the regime, yep. just yesterday came out and said, you know. All this money that's going to Ukraine, people aren't talking about all the corruption over there. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. No. For NPR, yes. Wow. For N- wow. <laughs> that is a... That is a I te- tweeted for- back to NPR yesterday. Hey, I did five specials on the corruption yeah. in Ukraine two years ago. You should, yeah. you should check them out. <laughs> so in, can I ask you, in your, in your opinion, if NPR is saying this, don't you think this is some kind of uh, something has yeah, to have I gone on that- behind the scenes? Yeah, I think the ship is turned. Um, I think they, uh, you know, the, I think personally this was the plan of the far left the whole time. He's the perfect president to have. He's an empty suit. We can tell yeah. him exactly what to do. Uh, yeah. He's senile, so we can get him out if we have to. Uh, and his he's wildly corrupt. If we have to, we even have that, or we just have the threat that you guys are going to go to prison. Uh, and we're not for you. Remember, it was the Republican oh, Party that f- that finally got Nixon to resign. It wasn't the Democrats or the scandal. It was the fact that the Republican Party said, we're not standing with you anymore. And it was Goldwater who had to sit Nixon down and said, you're out of here. Um, and yeah. I think the, the fact that it's, it would not be impossible at all for Hunter to be arrested because he's got, I don't know how many crimes uh, he was. He's admitted publicly in uh, the New York, the, either New York or New Yorker magazine, that he was a crack purchaser, which is a felony, which yeah. you know his dad pushed very heavily uh, when he was in the Senate back in the '90s. So, uh, I, I, but the thing is, they don't have a plan B. Uh, Kamala Harris, from their standards, is even worse. She's even more unlikable. She's even she's she's having more brain damage than him. So they're scrambling, and it is an emergency. When they say it's a climate emergency, what they mean is it's an emergency for them staying in power, and that's why they're friendly. Yeah, it is. Uh, One other thing uh, that I wanted to pass by you: the FBI. Um, it is going door to door in Delaware for anybody who bought guns. Yeah. And they're saying, we need to see your guns, which is absolutely unconstitutional. Um, in Missouri, the uh, ATF, I think it's no ATF. Yeah. FBI. No, ATF in uh, in Delaware and FBI just notified all of the sheriffs in Missouri that August 1st, they're coming to uh, do an audit of all the CCWs, all the uh, concealed carry permits. 
And uh, that's also illegal. And What's I'm this sure, about, Michael? And I'm sure all those sheriffs who love the Constitution said, no, we're going to support our citizens' Second Amendment rights, and we're going to do the right thing, right? That's what they said? Actually, a lot of them did. A lot of you them said, they- I'll go to jail bef- before, before that. And the attorney general of Missouri, I just talked to him, he wrote a letter, and he's like, you're not coming into our state and asking that. You're not. Forget uh, the- it. You're not welcome the- here. Do you think that that's going to happen, or do you think they're just going to do what they please? I think that's going to happen. In Missouri, That they will stop it in Missouri. I, in Delaware, in, they won't, but in Missouri, they will. Th- this, is, uh, I, I, this is happening faster than I think you and I thought. Um, this is extremely disconcerting. I, I'm sh- I, you and I, I think, discussed what happened in New York, where the new law in the wake of the Supreme Court decision is now going to be, we're going to look at your social media to determine whether you're a good mm-hmm. person or a, a decent person in terms of having gun rights. Uh, I recently, finally, as a newly uh, Austin resident, acquired a gun and have exercised my Second Amendment rights. And all I can say is I hope people you know, go out and have get as many weapons as they can uh, because they're going to do whatever they can, including Mitch McConnell, to make sure you cannot protect yourself in your own home. And they are trying everything in their power to make it a crime to defend yourself. This is one of the reasons I left New York. If someone broke into my home and I defended myself, 100%, I would be the one on the hook and they would be delighted to make an example out of me, just like that guy in the bodega um, not that long ago. Yeah, Jose Alba. Yeah. So it, it yeah. they, they really is this idea that if you defend your like Uvald is another example. There is this idea that if you defend yourself or your children, you are the problem because you didn't let the government do it for you, even if the government, oops, sometimes make air quotes mistakes. I will tell you, I read the news today uh, and I wasn't going to share this, but uh, if you sign up for my newsletter and you get my show prep, this is what I got out of my show prep today. Um, as I read all of those stories there, uh, I realized there is no center anymore. You know, they say the center won't hold. There is no center anymore. We've got, we've got a four year old shooting at a cop because they're arresting his dad. Um, that goes back to a story last week where this, these black kids, probably eight years old they're they are just beating on this cop. Um, all of these stories that are showing that chaos is reigning uh, and chaos is being conser- uh, uh, is being um, uh, uh, gosh, I'm sorry, uh, that, that chaos is being pushed. We have the people in in our D.A. offices that are just letting these criminals out. The guy who tried to stab a candidate last night in New York. Oh, he was released on his own recognizance. This is nuts, Michael. I think this is going to happen really fast. But th- this is the playbook, which is this happened in Chile and, and many other places where uh, government agents refuse to enforce the law, even basic minarchist law, which is just protection of person and property. Then things get violent and crazy. And then the response from the masses and or the government is, well, now we need more government control because look how chaotic things are becoming. You've seen this happen time and time again. Uh, they either don't care or it's by design. You could put on your tinfoil hat and say it's by design. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. But I agree with you completely. Uh, they're, they're, all they're going to do is double down. I don't think they 
paused for one second after Chesa Budin, uh, the San Francisco DA, was recalled. No. Uh, the, and and no. We, like those examples just gave are perfect examples. The fact that you can attack a gubernatorial candidate and be walking the streets is just just mind boggling. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, Michael. I really appreciate it. Um, you check out Michael's uh, podcast. It's called You're Welcome. Michael Malice. Thanks, Michael. Um, I missed you. Um, our sponsor this half hour. Yeah, I missed you, too. Um, uh, real estate agents I trust. If you've ever moved before, you know the process of buying and selling a house is a huge, huge hassle. No matter how you slice it, it's a pain in the butt. Well, there are all kinds of things that can be done. Uh, if you have the right real estate agent, uh, just getting your house ready and no, having the real estate agent know what's going to be a problem in the house and then listening to them, um, those are some of the best things that, uh, a real estate agent can do on, on, on the first day, then making sure that they know how to negotiate. They know how to get you the best price for your next house and the best price for your current house. That's really important. How about the closing? Do they know what they're doing? Can you make it really super simple? Yeah. Real estate agents, I trust.com. We go out and we look for the re- real estate agents that have the best practices. And then we look at their track record. We put them through an interview process. We've got about, I think it's 5,000, might be more than that now, 5,000 people that are on a waiting list um, that uh, uh, want to be a part of real estate agents, I trust, but we haven't. We don't have the time to monitor the ones that we already have. We want to make sure every every single uh, person is followed up with to make sure their experience is right. So if you have a real estate uh, question, you are selling your house, buying another one, call realestateagentsitrust.com. Just go there now, realestateagentsitrust.com. Tell us you're buying, selling, or both, and we'll find the right one, the right real estate agent to help you get the best deal. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glenbeck.com. On April 28th, 2021, Marilyn and Paul Hooper say their home was unlawfully raided by the FBI over allegations that they had stolen Nancy Pelosi's laptop on January 6th. They say while they were sleeping, the FBI kicked down their door, held them at gunpoint, cuffed them, interrogated them for over three hours. Well, as it turns out, it was a case of mistaken identity. It was shocking and scary. And Marilyn has told me, we didn't know our rights. Uh, We made too many mistakes. Now Marilyn is committed to teaching others how to stand up for themselves if the FBI comes knocking or kicking their doors down. Tonight, our Friday exclusive. Seeing what the ATF and FBI are doing in two different states, you need to know your rights. She will be giving the do's and don'ts for dealing with the FBI and telling us why she's determined to empower others to stand against tyranny. Marilyn was not somebody who was some sort of crazy radical. She, she's never been that way. 
oh, she had one experience with the FBI, and she is now. Uh, my exclusive with Marilyn airs tonight, 5 p.m. Eastern on Blaze TV for subscribers only. Special offer, blazetv.com, uncensored. Use the promo code unsafe for 20% off. Back program.